and let's start with the uh, Hyperion one, the sports car concept. So I'll just pull up a picture of the car uh, before we start off. Yeah. Uh, this is a dream that everybody has to build their own uh, sports car. And you've managed to actually get halfway there. You showcased a concept at the Auto Expo. And uh, also, yeah. you have plans to put it into production uh, very soon. So this is the car that we are talking about, the Hyperion one. Uh, what's with the name? Uh, Hyperion, basically, it, it's a Greek name, which means the one who goes beyond. And I think it's quite apt for the kind of effort we're putting in. You know, we're going head over heels, you know, mm -hmm. trying to organize everything from every nuke and corner and make it look as global and uh, international as possible. So, yes, I mean, it's been very challenging. A uh, lot of obstacles faced at the same time, a lot of new lessons learned. And I think that word pretty much describes the entire effort of, you know, myself and the uh, team. Uh, so, and I think it's... Yes. it's uh, yeah. So tell us about yes, the styling. Uh, what's with the styling theme of the Hyperion? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a mixture of um, many elements. Mm -hmm. You see, you know, it, it, it has smooth curves, it has sharp angles, it has edges. And uh, one of the main inspiration is uh, Formula One, though Formula One is a single seater. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I wanted a concept of open wheel uh, car. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of uh, aerospace elements like the wings and, you know, Parts like that, so it, it's it's a combination of uh, uh, road car spirit and uh, aerospace. So basically, we are trying to culminate, you know, the uh, uh, track experience and road experience in in uh, one uh, uh, car. So that's basically the approach, and so yeah, it has the, to look. Yeah, so this is the rear of the car. It looks like nothing else yeah. on the road. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. <laughs> Yeah, it looks very different. This is uh, four years ago at the Auto Expo. So this is me checking out the car that you're showing. Uh, that's Aditya Patel behind the steering wheel. Uh, yeah, Asif, uh, my colleague back then. Uh, you're showing us uh, yeah, the yeah. car. Uh, why did you not look at making maybe a, a central driving position? Uh, you got a conventional right-hand drive driving position uh, with something like this, yeah. which is so far-fetched and out of this world. Why did you not look at like a central driving position? Um, see, in, in fact, I had the same idea. I think the uh, McLaren has a model yeah. like that. You know, the F1. Particular model. Yeah, exactly. The F1. But uh, see, the car is quite compact. Mm -hmm. And if, if I look at the seating arrangement like that, it would make it wider and longer and also make it heavier. Mm -hmm. So I thought to get started, this would be a right way to go. Like I said, this is our first, uh, you know, attempt in building a car and there's so much more to learn. And uh, four years back, what we did and where we are now, a lot of progress, a lot of progress. Has the design changed? So, a lot of... Yes, yes. The production version, uh, a lot of uh, changes in the uh, design elements. Mm. But the overall proportion remains the same. Mm. The overall uh, silhouette remains the same. But a lot of design features have changed. Um, I, I could show you that towards the uh, end of the talk. I mean, it's it's undisclosed stuff. Okay. But, you know, I'm willing to share it. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I will show that. We look forward to looking at that. Yeah. So let's talk about the mechanical package. Uh, the uh, right. car that was shown at the Auto Expo, it had a V6 engine, right? 
certainly yes it had a v6 so it had a the, you were mentioned yeah. this got a it had a v6 from the sonata because you could not afford to put a another v6 engine into it yeah like like i said you know uh, i i was just keeping my risks very minimum and if things go well yes definitely we can go for a better package but to make it a um, um, functional prototype i just you know uh, went with what was uh, cheapest in the uh, market and that time we had only two options which is the sonata v6 and the uh, honda accord v6 mm. so that was a cheaper option and uh, at that time we were not uh, trying to you know prove the uh, performance or timing of the car basically we wanted to make it functional and you know get a lot of data from that and uh, you know use that for further development that mm. was the plan mm-hmm. uh, yeah. what is the, the planned power output now when you look at going into production what are the planned power yeah. figures uh, performance figures also will it have a v6 or a four cylinder when it goes into production if and when it no no it's going to be a four cylinder turbocharged mm-hmm. so a lot of uh, winding and uh, whistles and you know, mm-hmm. a lot of drama mm-hmm. with those all uh, things uh, yeah uh, the advantage of going that way because the engine is lighter mm-hmm. and um, uh, in terms of uh, availability i think uh, those packages are way better than going for a v6 package at the same time not just making it lighter be able to bring the cost also down mm. and keep the reliability also on top mm. so yeah it, it's giving great performance figures i think i mentioned earlier but probably a lot of them would have missed hearing it uh, we've been testing it at around 300 plus uh bhp around 400 newton meters of uh, torque i think 450 newton meters of torque mm-hmm. and currently the car is around 780 kilograms uh which is pretty good and uh, we achieved good figures we are at uh, 4.1 uh, 4 seconds 0 to 100 mm-hmm. uh i think with some more tuning like i said you know if 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 the uh, uh, if, if the customer is willing to you know customize it we can even give him a better package mm-hmm. so yeah i think getting getting the 3 second 3.5 second mark it's it's not very difficult mm-hmm. and what gearbox uh, uh see the gearbox also is a custom uh, made gearbox mm-hmm. every gear is uh, machined mm-hmm. and it's straight cut uh, gears very close ratio like i said the manual gearbox has uh, five forward gears uh, we planning to have a paddle shift sequential gearbox with six gears so with the uh, uh, five speed gearbox the speed is limited to about 225 something mm-hmm. or if we go for a 16 close ratio we can bring the top speed up to 260 i think 200 is quite good for a car like that yeah <laughs> uh, you talked about designing yeah, everything the, from the, scratch so now this is one of the early uh, sketches yeah, uh, what 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 you what you're seeing is a very early uh, uh, concept i think this is easily 6 to 7 years old and the best part is even though it's 7 or 8 years old you know the design still uh, looks uh, up to date mm-hmm. but like i said for the uh, uh, production version a lot of refinements have happened and uh, this is the first 3d model uh, model that we uh, developed and from this you know we extracted all the data and then went on to build the uh, complete uh, package so this is all done in house so this is the tub that you are looking at as you can see these are very classical methods of uh, you know uh, building a shell mm-hmm. uh, it's 
it's very conventional very traditional i think all the manufacturers way back in 50 60s and all adopted this uh, technique i adopted because i wanted to know how it all started mm. and like i said also keep the cost uh, low but yes this method the precision is not very high but for a show proto it was quite good enough but in the production proto what we are going to do it's all very very precise uh, everything is so your accuracy is almost you know uh, one tenth of uh, uh, mm so yeah so this this is what is this production? as you can see so, so what is this production technique uh, what are we looking at we are looking at uh, what a mold that you are there yeah, is, so, is this a clay mold exactly if if you see uh, there are several sections one behind the other mm-hmm. yeah so uh, the idea is extracting the data from the cad so we basically plotted along the x axis all those sections and then vertically align these uh, sections and then filled those spaces and then what we do is we manually um, uh, correct it and make it look uh, very seamless so basically it's pure hand craftsmanship mm-hmm. pure hand craftsmanship but you see the model uh, live series you can't tell we adopted something like this yeah uh, this is a stage before uh, you know uh, feeling with that uh, thermoform and again you know uh, there are different ways of doing this but like i said i adopted techniques wherein i could source the material locally i didn't even want to go to a different state if i go to avenue road or sp road or you know even russell market i need i need to find something and you know that's how i always uh, approach there was no question of giving up somehow it has to be done so yeah very very basic very primitive but you know you can achieve Uh, fantastic results if you uh, apply the right techniques uh, so this is you at some market uh, what market is this and what are you <laughs> looking at uh, this is somewhere near jc road uh, you know half of my time uh, if you don't find me at home you'll find me in some places like this uh, basically hunting for parts you know use parts uh, you know i i went looking for hydraulic force actually uh, i remember that so i was always in the habit of capturing everything you know because i know uh the only thing that can take me back to time and is the pictures so i used to you know put uh, extra effort in you know taking pictures even if my staff didn't know how to take it i used to teach him and make sure you know he took pictures so uh, you know that's about 4 uh, 5 years of pictures i have and i've made a video of uh, the entire development the first photo probably i'll share that very soon on my page and you know all of you guys can have a look at it yeah that's superb so this is the mold this is your uh, no sir uh, yeah. working on the details progressing filling in the gaps basically adding the volume and you know um, uh, defining all the surfaces and then post that we added some more material uh, which which would uh, be hard surface and then you could you know um, sand it and trim it and bring it to your desired uh, how long does this take and after, sorry how long does this take Oh, oh! This this took a very long time. Uh, see, effectively, if you see each process, see, I, I can put it this way, uh, serious. Effectively, I would have. If, if you spend six months, you can build a car, but it doesn't happen that way. I took almost three and a half, four years. Why? Because I had to learn in between all of that. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
So there was a learning process involved, and this was my first uh, attempt in building. I don't have prior experience. I've not worked with any other companies. Nothing. My work is my own experience and you know my own learning. So effectively, it would take five to six months if you have everything in place, all the resources in place, all the manpower in place. But then you know, bit by bit, I had to accumulate everything, make mistakes, learn from that, redo it, correct it. So it was an iterative process. You know, it went on for. Uh, I think I started in uh, 2012. Mm. and then i displayed 2016 but yeah i was not in a hurry like i said you know i had to learn so many things but the design was conceptualized in uh, 2010 11 10 11 so, you designed ha huh. huh. yes, uh, yes how much did your education so, help you uh, you did your masters in coventry uh, your design masters in coventry how much did that help you in doing all of this Uh, two things, uh, Sirish. Uh, uh, the, the engineering background plus the uh, you know um, uh, design modules uh, really helped a lot because um, the engineering helped me with the uh, fundamentals. You know, it helped me in packaging the car because you can't have a big uh, you know car and uh, a small five liter tank somewhere. You can't. So you have to practically think. Every everything has to be uh, packaged well. It has to be safe. It has to be ergonomic. So yeah, the engineering, engineering fundamentals definitely help. And for the creative side of it, yes, the design course it it really went a long way because the kind of facilities that university had was excellent. Their metal workshop, the wood workshop, the milling shop, and you know every handouts they gave us, it was. well laid out so i i got fantastic hands on experience there because you know i didn't know what was fiberglass molding i mean i had a vague idea but i didn't actually get hands on experience because like i said you know here i went hunting but there was nobody who could mentor me or support me with that i i have to go to the bus body building but then their approach is very crude i can't apply that thought here so um, uh, definitely uh, uh, the masters degree there the transportation degree what i did it came a long way sirish yeah, well, really you didn't look at uh, then working with a car company after your design masters no because i was hurry i was in a hurry to come back and you know uh, start building something <laughs> my like, like i said you know my hands it's always it, it's just, i have to fiddle with something or the other even as a kid even if i get a toy i break it apart i take the motor the lights and you know build something on the other and you know i presented a lot of stuff like that in science exhibitions so this is a mature version of uh, that i i was ne- i was never wanting to work anywhere i just wanted to do my stuff my way and i was in a hurry to do and god bless so far i think it has been fruitful but like i said uh, at the same time very painful also yeah. uh, because you know uh, Uh, we had a uh, family business which was uh, flourishing, and you know, my dad was very kind enough to you know uh, let me experiment uh, with my uh, passion. So I was always in this dilemma of you know, what about our restaurant business and what about my passion? But initial years, I spent most of my time in motor mine. But then when it came on track, I started dividing my time between my family business and motor mine. So now I know both worlds, and I'm happy. Mm. So, yeah. What are we looking at over here? Okay, this is one of the uh, panel. So what you're seeing is a mold, and in that mold there has uh, been a hand layer of the fiberglass and the resin on it. So basically, uh, 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 fiberglass, uh, you know, more casting is such that you have two components. One is the um, fiberglass mat. They come in different types. You have woven fibers. You have, you know, 
uh, weave, uh, twill uh, fibers. These are basically chopped strand mats. They are actually uh, they are very strong, but they are cheap, cheaper compared to the price. Mm. And then we have uh, re resin which goes in and consolidates all that glass fiber uh, material. So once it uh, uh, hardens, it becomes very stiff and very strong, and you can release that entire panel. So composites are quite light and strong. Mm. But in our uh, uh, production version, I want to use bit, uh, bits of carbon fiber as well, but they are expensive. But if the, if the customer is willing to spend, yes, mm. we can do that for you as well. Yeah. So yeah, this is the, the mold for the front end? Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, see, what you are seeing is a plaster mold. So why we use the plaster mold is because we just wanted one piece out of it. And plaster molds can be used only once or twice, not more than that. Because again, if I had to use a composite mold, again, it was very expensive. So since this was the first proto, uh, we went in for a uh, plaster mold. It's something like, you know, when you get fried, the uh, doctor wraps uh, hands or legs. Um, uh, you know, plaster, it, it, it's a similar uh, material. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what we did was, you know, we made one single piece of the whole shell and then we split it, we gave it the uh, shut line. That way it was easy for us to, you know, um, approach the uh, uh, whole casting process because if you had to join pieces, it will spoil the alignment and it would be more laborious. But with one single shell like that, our work was much uh, easier. Uh, so that, that was the approach. This was the you know first iteration where this was placed over the chassis. The chassis was built separately and then the entire shell was built separately and then they were married and then all the uh, tweaks were done, uh, like you know the brackets and mounting points and all those things. Yeah, actually, if you see, it's it's it looks very heavy and it's over designed because, like I said, it was the first chassis I built. So uh, just to make sure it was safe, it's it's completely over designed. But the new one is, uh, you know, much lighter and the design is entirely uh, different. And and this is a complete uh, mild steel uh, space frame. Yeah. Well, Uh, exactly. In, in our workshop, yeah, look at that. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, those are all the parts, uh, you know, integrated together. And this was actually at the uh, saddlery, at the upholstery uh, shop. We just was doing initial layer of foam and then, you know, uh, cladded it completely with uh, leather. Again, all this format has changed in the, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, if you ask me, I have tons of pictures like that, but then I can't send all of it. So, just I mean, every day was a hands-on uh, experience. You know, uh, a lot of things had to be eyeballed and felt and then, you know, uh, concluded. Yeah, what you're seeing uh, here is, uh, again, uh, it's an automated process. It's a milling uh, 
you know that's actually a high density wooden block being milled because you know uh, since it's the wing i didn't want to take any chances so that was completely uh, a cam process and we got uh, great results now this same technique is going to be adopted for the entire shell it's a very expensive process yeah the entire shell it's 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 very expensive process that's why i chose only a small part at that stage to do it but now yes if all our funds come in we are going all out with this method and that will be the uh, very precise it'll give you excellent uh, surface quality and finish also Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the first four years went in the development of that, and parallelly, that's when I started my business also. Like I said, so uh, you know, uh, all my focus was not only on the car. So I had to set up my business, you know, grow the team, uh, generate revenue, etc., etc. And then post uh, the uh, auto expo, the next one year I spent in setting up my new uh, facility here. <clears throat> yeah and it's only last two and a half years a lot of work uh, and development has happened so one one and a half years was an ideal period for this uh, project again in that period you know i was looking for a lot of partnerships and collaborations and finding talents to you know uh, make sure everything is done very scientifically and meets uh, you know global standards in terms of safety and performance uh i can hear you but i think you can be a bit uh, louder sirish <laughs> yeah thank for a sequential as well yes yes um yes uh, if it wasn't for this crisis uh, sirish i think next 5 or 6 months the cars would have rolled out yeah that was my target 5 uh, or 6 months i think we should have had two cars uh, being uh, delivered that was the plan yeah Uh, Sirish, I can hear you. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Doc, live it? Ah, I have to postpone that. Wow, wow. Or Sirish, you want to disconnect and reconnect or something? I think you're louder now. Maybe you can ask them. Yeah, I think some of them are giving a thumbs up. People are leaving because they can't hear. I think they still can't. 